heaven on earth. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven is a phrase that we've been focusing on. <clears throat> uh, the magnitude of that subject is so large, it's very difficult to cover a lot of it in just one moment because it's the essence of actually who God is. It's not what I think, it's not what I believe, it's actually who he is that really matters because he influences he influences us and I remember being in Bible school in the book we were taking the book of Isaiah and the teacher asked us to, to, to pick a subject and do a paper on it so I picked the subject of the glory of God because I'm really interested in it even back then it's probably like 40 years ago now but it's still and it is in my heart. And I tried to write on it, and the garbage can was full of smashed paper. And finally, I went to one of the instructors. I said, I'm just really having a difficulty with this. And he says, well, you're like a bloodhound. He says, you start on a track, and you get a sniff of something else, and you're over here, and then you're over here. And he says, you're not even on your subject anymore. So I, I, I canceled that one because it's so immense, but my heart who he is is immense. I, I just can't get over the fact of I'm trying to figure out who he is and what is the essence of who he is. And somehow, my mind is not bright enough. And, but it doesn't stop the inner desire. Don't ever let your intellect influence what's in here. Because what's in here is God. Right. Like we say, well, what desire did he put in his heart? He put himself in your heart. He put the fullness of who he is within us. Amen. And Paul says these words, he says, and, and, and this is probably a challenge for our humanity. He says, we with open face look in a mirror dimly and we behold the glory of God. I said to Pastor Ron, uh, do you see the glory of God when you look in a mirror? I think to actually be God-minded is not to be earthly-minded. And to be God-minded, I must be word-minded. Because what his word says is actually what he wants us to understand, know, and see. So when he says that, and then he, Paul also said this in Corinthians. He said, we have an odor. We have a savor. That's amazing. How come? Because the savor is in us. See, we, we talk about the presence of God, but the presence of God is God himself. So when he is here in his presence, he is here. 
It's not like, well, I am with you only in my presence, but I'm not really there. That's not kingdom reality. So for the kingdom to come to earth to me is bigger than just a miracle. For heaven on earth is God. Who he is must be the impact of all of our hearts and lives and our minds. And it has to surpass our belief systems because our belief systems are limited to our intellectual ability. And it, Paul says we only know a little bit in part. And I'm thinking, God, I don't want to stay in my part. You're bigger than what I know. You're bigger than what I understand. And you're bigger than what I've studied. And I know there's more. I know there is. And it's like, it's like the woman who, who followed him and touched the hem of his garment. Basically, she was motivated because Jesus was in her presence. That's a challenge to us. When Jesus is in our presence, are we motivated? Are we looking for the miracle? No matter what it is, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, financial, whatever. Because God is God. And heaven on earth is God. Not us. He manifests on earth through us, but it is him who's manifesting. And sometimes I think we take too much credit to ourselves and we give ourselves honor and glory when actually it actually belongs to God. He is the essence of all truth. He is the essence of everything that he ever created. He spoke it into being and so it is. And I... I have, uh, I don't know, probably 30 pages of study here. And I'm trying to figure out where to go. I have a, a CD that we're going to play. It's a CD that I play every day because that's where my heart is. But the glory of God is the essence of who he is. Meaning this, when his presence comes down, his glory is with us, and who he is manifests. And I could sense the joy in the house this morning. Why? Because he's here. He is the essence of all life. He is the character of every part that we live in. It's him. So I'm just challenged in my own heart, God. Hmm. I'm just going to read a few phrases here and then we'll, we'll go somewhere. What does it mean that we are vessels of who he is? You know, I have a bucket in the yard and we put water in it. That vessel's for Buddy. But we are the vessels of who he is. We contain almighty God. He lives within our hearts. Heaven on earth 
is already here in us. And he's looking to manifest on earth through us. What does it mean that we are vessels of his glory? What does that mean? The glory of God is who he is. In other words, the glory of God is the light, the presence, the power, the magnificence of what he emanates. That's in us. That's why we have a savor. That's why we have an odor. It's kingdom odor. And I remember one man came to me and when I was sitting in Timmy's and he says, can I talk to you? He was an absolute stranger when it was all over with. I said, well, stop. Thanks for stopping and talking. Oh, no. He says, I was drawn to you. And I, I, think, I think we have something in us that the world sees, but we don't see that they see it. And so heaven on earth to me is more than just a miracle. It is God Almighty himself. Beyond our understanding, beyond our ability to figure it out, and that's why we need faith. Do you know that what you can't figure out, you can believe for? The glory is the very essence of of who God is eternally, meaning that all who he is never changes. The entire features of God are eternal and are revealed by his glory. In other words, what he emanates becomes the revelation that we get to understand by his word. Am I making any sense? But this, is, this is kind of a little bit beyond me. The glory of God is complete magnitude of who God is manifested. The glory is the fullness of who God is eternally. And the glory is the most important feature of who he is. Because the glory of God is that which expresses who God is and reveals and gives us the sense of his presence. The essence of his glory defines who he is. And this is, this is a subject that you could probably study on for the rest of your life and never come to an end of understanding it. God sees everything from a fundamental, from the fundamental nature of who he is. Meaning, in his essential attributes, he sees everything through who he is, essentially. Meaning, I'm all powerful. I see problems different than you do. I'm all-knowing, and I know your beginning, and I know your end. I know your success, and I know your failures. He knows everything. Wow. So often God comes. 
He comes to me and shows me my deficiency. Why? Because he knows them. But he doesn't leave us on our deficiency. He actually comes to us and says, and he says, I'd like to help you. The essence of his glory reveals the core nature and qualities of his person. He is true, honest, faithful. These are his moral attributes. He is morally, morally absolute. And he comes to an immoral world and brings the absolute morality of who he is into life on earth. And he changes our morals. That's who God is. That's God. That's heaven on earth. He changes our way of thinking. He doesn't want us to stay in stinking thinking. He doesn't want us to stay in how we see ourselves. He wants us to come to the point when we see ourselves the way he sees us. Because he's all-knowing. See, we live in a temporal world, and when we fail, we're kind of locked into that realm of temporal thinking. But God eternally says, you know what? Just come to me, and I'll help you. You know why he says that? Because he can. Hallelujah. God wants to raise his perspective in your lives of who he actually is. He wants us to see who he is manifesting on earth. Not just the manifestations. God is God. And there is no other God. And so I, I've had this passion for years. In, in who he is, he can carry your weight and your burden. In who he is, he can take that which possesses you and remove it. He comes to us and he endeavors to impress us with his appearance and influence our heart and our mind and bring us to a place where we say, yes, Lord. God, this is just another study I did. I'm going to throw it in here. God has brevient grace. That means this, before God says anything, he sends forth his favor. Amen. Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord, and then God gave him the instructions. That's called privient grace, that which comes before. Grace always comes before the word. 
Because without grace, you can't believe the word. Because grace is a gift that gives us understanding that actually saves us. And, and God comes to us, to us in that manner. So I say this, prevalent grace is who he is. He is gracious. He is grace. So when he offers us grace, he is offering himself. You know what really blows me away? After all these years of study, I've come to understand how much I really don't know. And I come to understand this. I am stuck in things that I shouldn't even be stuck in. And I remember a prophet said to me, he says, you know, you don't like the things of old. You like the things that are new. He's right. I don't like the old because the old's not going anywhere. I like the new because God's new every morning. His grace and his mercy is new every morning. I don't want to live in the old. I want to live in the new. And you know what I had to do? I had to let go of what I believed. Because it was so limited compared to who he is. And I had to begin to, I, I have never pursued God like I have this, this last year. Because there is something inside of me that will not let go of who God is. It just won't let go. How much time do I have, David? I know, but how much time do I have? No, no, I mean by your clock. See, the intrinsic values of God are this. He's all-powerful. He is faithful. He knows everything. And I thought to myself, why do I walk around like I have to know everything? I just have to come to him because he knows everything. He already knows where I am. He knows where I'll be tomorrow. He knows where I was yesterday. It's like, God, I just thank you, you know where I am. And you know what I need, and you know what you want to change, and here I am. The simplicity of our relationship with him is based on the fact of our dependency on him. His person, existence, and entity are the very center from which the glory emanates. See, you can't separate the glory of God from God because the glory of God is God, and the glory of God is what emanates from God. Hmm. I have learned this lesson that God 
will actually reveal something by showing up in a different way. By that I mean this. I went to Japan on a prophetic ministry or prophesying over people. And we're in this meeting. A lot of Scandinavian Christians from around the world were meeting there. I don't know why. Well, there were Japanese. I guess that's why. Uh, but anyway, they were all sitting on their little mats. On the, and, I, and I looked out, and there's a whole cloud above them. And I looked, and I thought, what's that? Nobody was smoking. And that was the first time I saw the glory cloud. Moses said to God, show me your glory. What happens is this. Moses experienced the presence of God, the communication with God. And Moses said, you know what? I want to really see who you really are. Show me your glory. Show me. See, God is a show me God. So I thought, wow. Then we had another meeting in Japan. It was a house meeting. And Daniel and Brenda led worship. And, and I, I looked, and wow, there's a cloud at the ceiling this thick. And the presence of God was so powerful. It was amazing. And people just began to drop. Nobody's touching them. My wife goes over and, and kneels down beside this lady that's laying on the, on the floor, and she's speaking in tongues over her. And the, and the missionary came and said, keep speaking. You're speaking perfect Japanese. My wife stopped. Now, does that make any sense to the intellect? No. But it's God because it's actually biblical. It actually happened in the New Testament Bible, in a New Testament church in reality. It's like that's heaven on earth. And I think God would challenge us and say, don't get stuck in your belief system because I'm bigger than what you believe. I can do more than what you believe because you can't believe everything unless I come and give you the faith to believe it. We are totally dependent on Almighty God in this life. So our dependency Moses began to depend on God, but when God began to communicate, he said, I just, I want to see your glory. You know what? And God grants him so. We also experienced the glory of God down in Costa Rica. Amazing meetings. Amazing. Heaven on earth manifesting. People. People just soaking in in God. People just, God just surrendering to God. 
It's amazing. Sometimes I think our theology is our greatest enemy. Because we think we know better than God. And when something doesn't fit our theology, it can't be God. Well, then now you just made yourself God. That's a challenge to me because I have studied for years. And I tried to solve every theological difficulty there was, only found out I couldn't do it. The glory of God is is the manifestation of light. When Jesus came to earth, it said, the great light came and shone in darkness. What was the light? It was the glory of God in him. Because the Bible talks about his veil, his flesh veiled the glory of God, which meant the glory of God was within him. But God allows the light that he has put in us to shine. It's his light. And let me say this, and you have no switch to turn it off either. The glory contains who he is, an excellent reputation, excellent honor, excellent glory, and excellent praise. And when he lives in us, his praise comes out. Because he lives in us, we are people of honor. We are people of reputation because it's his reputation that's in us. I thought to myself, I can't give any credit to myself anywhere. Because it's him. It's God Almighty living in our life to emanate to this world who he is. He he is characterized by honor, power, Remarkable appearance, splendor. And he's in us. Like I'm thinking, God, (laughs) let who you are be seen through me in this world. Because heaven on earth starts with God. And heaven on earth manifests through God, through us. The essence of who he is, is all of who we are. God is amazing. Okay, how much time we got left, David? Three minutes? 
Okay, I'm going to stop. Because I, I want us to experience something this morning. I brought a CD with me that I play every day. And it's called Show Me Your Glory. And as it plays, let God impress upon you. Let, let the song that God inspired impress upon you who he is.